0: Come on! Ready? Welcome Welcome to
1: Dave and Mahoney
2: stripper I grew up with her, her name was Cricket. Like, oh. she was born Cricket.
1: Was her stripper named Cricket or did she change it up to... Did she rub her legs together while uh, <laughs> on on stripping? Yeah. When she's
2: upside down, that was her moves.
1: <laughs> she decided to be incognito <laughs> and go by Cicada. Yes. And if I'm ever out i I'm getting my ass kicked by another dude, I want my wife to come in. Yeah. Babe, WWE style. See, that's Get the it's chairs. It's You're so. not helping your man
2: out? Dude, but I'm trash. Your women are classy. <laughs> so we're
1: at this party, and getting my ass kicked, and I'm like, babe, call Audrey. Yeah. <laughs> Dave and Mahoney. There's a few things that I fantasize about. Getting into a fight at a gas station, hosing somebody down with gasoline, setting them on fire. Are you doing the, the, the flick of the cigarette over the shoulder and then <laughs> cigar? Uh-huh. What but is somebody John Wick? More like John Thick. Yeah. <laughs> that is son of a bitch. That is real accurate.
0: Hey, <laughs> we're not done. <laughs> All right. And now, this is Dave and Mahoney.
1: Hello, friends. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? I mean, I don't know if this is really surprising bad news. It's definitely bad news, but I can't say that you'd necessarily be shocked because... Have you guys ever sold anything on, like, Facebook Marketplace? Hell no. I'm not or, like, messing around with Facebook Marketplace. Yeah, or, like, open-air market where I'm going to get stabbed at. See, Audrey's got the look because my— I bought my couch. Like, my, my wife does that you all the time. You bought your couch on that? $300. I'm like, bucks. i am like, babe, like, I understand that we don't just want to, like, throw this old nightstand away or whatever, but the idea of us inviting some stranger over to our house for a $20 payment on a nightstand, like, it just seems a little too risky— in this case, a man uh, got into an argument with somebody that he was trying to sell his Rolex watch to. He's trying to sell the Rolex for, uh, R- for $8,000. Yeah. And somebody came over and
2: uh, decided they're going to rob him. On Facebook Marketplace, that is not where you need to be selling your jewelry. Go to
1: a pawn shop yes. if you're going to sell a Rolex or go to a jewelry store but f- or even eBay maybe. if I mean, your chances of getting scanned there are pretty high as well. But, like, you don't want to get face-to-face when you're dealing with... An $8,000 plus item.
3: Well, he
2: was scamming, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it was scammer for scammer.
1: Uh, the seller said he suffered minor injuries after the guy uh, stole his money and then took off in his car, and he said that he expressed disbelief Ooh. in how this turn of events actually happened. Wow. Some good news today as well. I mean, not really great news. I mean, not a good way to become a billionaire, but you're still a billionaire. Uh, there's a guy. His name is John McGivenson. He is now a billionaire thanks to that massive lawsuit against Roundup, the weed killer, because, you know, it gave him cancer. Uh, The verdict is what's really wild, though. $2.25 billion for a single person. For a single person. So $250 million to compensate him and then an additional $2 billion in punitive damages. Like, if you're that lawyer... You just retire, right? Yes.
2: Yeah, like, man, that's like, it. Like uh, you have one
1: case, you get the win. Let's hope they don't appeal it, and just th- that, Monsanto. I mean, being from St. Louis, where Monsanto was based. I didn't uh, know oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, they are criminal. It yes. is an it is an absolute criminal organization. What they have done to farmers, what they have done to the public with Roundup. I mean, how much? How many of us had Roundup in our in our houses I in our have sheds? Them, some in my garage, yeah. somewhere, right? And, that, that was and just they the- known for ever that this stuff is toxic. So uh this is a judgment that I hope, uh you know, really uh, ho- hopefully opens the eyes of some of these mega corporations. This The, the payouts so far for Roundup have totaled over $10 billion. Still not enough. Crazy. Isn't that wild? This is the David Mahoney Show. Andre, I feel that you and I are very similar when it comes to our motivation, when it like we're, we're going to work out like right now. I've definitely, I've managed to get myself back into the habit of going to the gym on a regular basis. got to go
2: right after work.
1: That's exactly right. If I don't go right after work, it's just not happening at all. But like getting into the habit of doing that, it feels good to be doing it, right? But there's something that struck me yesterday when I was at the gym and kind of mentally complaining about being at the gym. I don't know if you do that where, you know, like I've once, done it for once, sure. once I'm there, I'm normally pretty good about just like getting through the workout. And I kind of have a plan of what I'm going to do when I go in. But still, yesterday, like, I was complaining in my head about, like, having to, like, suffer through this, you know, 20-minute treadmill hit workout that I was planning on doing a little bit. And then I'm looking around, and then I realize that I don't really have a lot of reason to be bitching in my head about being at the gym. Because every day, I'll see somebody at the gym where I'm like, I can't believe that you're here. Like, there was a dude yesterday that was, like, super buff, but totally in a wheelchair, and he's scooting around, just like doing all of his exercises. And I'm like, that's very impressive. You can tell this guy spends a lot of time at the gym because he's ripped.
2: So this is really annoying, and I know you're gonna laugh at me for this mm-hmm. because you you always laugh whenever I give you motivational things that I've seen, words of wisdom, if you will.
1: You gonna give me one of your I'm inspirational give you quotes? One of these. Okay.
2: Whenever you find yourself complaining that you're in the gym doing something you're not wanting to. Yeah. Find yourself being thankful for exactly that. That you can. That you can. You woke up. You have the ability. You are able-bodied that you can run.
1: There was a guy that shortly after the dude rolled by in his wheelchair that had to have been 157 years old that was like walking by with a walker In the gym. I'm like, you came to the gym today with a walker? Well, you hear about
2: these blue zones where people live to be 100 plus. Yeah. And one of the number one things that they say keeps them living is activity.
1: Yeah, exercise. You're moving.
2: Like you're walking places. can't even imagine that. Like living in an area where you're having to like walk up the stairs all the time to get to your flat. Like you have no elevator because a lot of these places are like in Italy where everything is cobblestone. They're just walking around. Hanging out at 100 years old, planting stuff in, in Japan.
1: Younger guy was at the gym, and he had, like, one of those big, puffy ankle braces on. Like, he had just just sprained his ankle, clearly, and yet he was still at the gym. I'm like, why am I complaining? And I so got through. What so, was,
2: what, was what was your thought process after? Why am I complaining? So, what did you say after? Were you just, like, sitting there like, one, two, three, four? Did you, like, mentally flip the
1: script? Yeah, I told myself to shut up and just got on with it.
2: <laughs> so, you emotionally told yourself to cork it. Like a man. Yeah. Like
1: (laughs) bottle up your emotions and repress something else, Dave. That's a great idea. (laughs) Instead of dealing with it. Yeah. My brand. Proud of you. I told myself to shut up. I feel like some of those last years, though, I don't know if I want them. Are you just giving up on life? Is that what's happening right now, no. live on air? As you're just saying, I would I rather just die. I don't know if I want to be 95 or 100. I think you you're know, fairly Alzheimer's safe. runs in my family. Uh-huh. I don't like, and that's that's a it's a very real thing. I don't want to deal with. I feel like if I make it to 75, I am going to uh, get a heroin addiction. I'm just gonna t- I'm just gonna pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna start doing heroin. All at the drugs, all the hard drugs—cocaine, meth. Because at that point, you know, let's just ride this out. That would be a hell of a seventy-fifth birthday party. <laughs> You're all invited. <laughs> Where's Grandpa? He's in the bathroom again.
0: You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. New message. Call the Dave and Mahoney Show voicemail. Eight three three yo dummy. That's eight three three nine six three eight six six nine.
3: Please leave a message after the tone. Yo, Dave Mahoney, this is the man, and I wanted to let you know about the two flawless movies of all time. Obviously, it's E.T.
4: the Extraterrestrial and Jaws, the original. The other ones suck, except for the second one. That's not bad. But those are the two most flawless movies of all time. I wanted you to know that. Have a good day. Message
1: to I haven't watched E.T. in like 40 years. Yeah. Really? If I'm being, if I'm being honest. It's, I, I liked it as a kid, but I've never, ever gone back and watched it again. Yeah, like I've never tried to introduce my kids to E.T. I've seen Cocoon more times than I've seen E.T. You e. have? Hell yeah, man. I love Wilford Brimley. Oh, I mean, who doesn't and love a, and a, and Wilford pool, Brimley? Also the shirtless? F- we've talked about this before. The fact that he was like 36 <laughs> when they filmed Cocoon. 27. I mean, you're like, what? <laughs> how how did that guy look to be 68 years old his entire life? It's just unbelievable. Um flaw, it, Flawless movie? E.T. and Jaws, I
2: mean, they have the best uh, composer of all time, John Williams, doing both of those.
1: John Williams. John
2: Williams has done every phenomenal movie that is in your memory, period.
1: You know what's really wild about John Williams is when you go, because we've talked about John Williams and how he changes a movie. And I mean, Mm -hmm. everything from Indiana Jones to Star Wars to Home Alone, like his scoring changes a movie. But I went to, like, Apple Music one time, and I pulled up John Williams' playlist because I was just like, I want to hear, you know, his music. Mm -hmm. And what's really wild is when you hear what you can tell is a John Williams score for a movie on a total dud of a movie. Oh, really? It's just wild to hear. You're like, that sounds like the Indiana Jones theme, but it's on some turd of a movie that I've never heard of before. (laughs) And it's just wild to think that even a guy like that, has some misses in his career, and he well, has nothing. It's not his with miss. Him. It's not his it's miss. It's the writing. We're yeah. gonna blame it on the, the writing. The movie sucks. <laughs> He's still making it bangers. It just has John Williams' music. Because to you're
2: it. not John Williams without like. I mean, you you say you've got some misses, and it's. I really do think that sometimes you do have failures. John has none. John Williams yeah. has absolutely none for a really long time. I also thought he did Lord of the Rings because that just made sense to me, and yeah. he did not. But I'm well, like, I- if that would just make so much sense for you to have like just all of the. The sagas, the the fantasy sagas on lock.
1: And John Williams, he, because he's been so good for so long, he's got like Betty White energy for me. Where, I mean, he's in his 90s now. Yeah. He's still performing. And it's like, hey, let's protect him at all costs because you know. he is such a national treasure.
2: Put bumpers on him. That's the answer? Yeah, just, just I, I feel like make him a bubble person. Just
1: bubble rabbit. I mean, he
2: goes to LA a lot and does a lot of live performances there. Yeah. And I feel like that, that is on my bucket list, but um, it's, you, it, co- it costs uh, a lot. There's a, like, <laughs> what, is get up? On it. what is up with the cost of ticket prices? I mean, I get it. John Williams is the man. I just sat here and talked about how goaded he is, but uh,
1: not, not like $500 good.
2: Like, it's more than that, man. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. you're going to watch him perform usually like a movie score. Mm-hmm. So the movie's in the background. Yeah. So it's like an experience. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah, is.
1: Like the live version of that where they're performing and John, John Williams, Williams is there. Is conducting. Wow. Please
3: leave a message after the tone. Hey, I just wanted
0: to tell you something that just happened recently. There was this young man who used to ride the bus, and I guess he became of age, and he's got himself now a car. A rather sporty car. He would fly down this road like he was going to get a trophy wherever he got but it's a little neighborhood here so you shouldn't be doing that well he ditched the car he failed his driver's ed course and ended up putting the car in the ditch i wonder if his parents are going to give him another car all i know is he's okay just his his self-esteem is injured
2: message deleted i think that's pretty on brand for a boy
1: how many cars did you wreck when you were coming up Uh, only one. I've only been in one, like, major, major car accident. Yeah. And it wasn't my fault, thankfully. Of course it wasn't. It wasn't. I got hit by a drunk driver. Yeah, yeah. Still your fault. It wasn't. I was trying to go get laid, man. Ah, yeah, well, that's uh, (laughs) a... See, what were you thinking? (laughs) What was I thinking? I was thinking I was horny as hell. I'm going to say,
2: if you had put (laughs) the horns away, (laughs) you wouldn't (laughs) have been on the roads.
1: No, no regrets. <laughs> no regrets.
2: <laughs>
1: totally worth it. Worth it. Audrey, how many cars you wreck?
2: Oh, my God. I'm only going my seventh car.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah? Yeah. My first so. car,
2: I got into a wreck almost immediately. Mm. I was merging. Someone was in my blind spot, and it was like a BMW SUV, like oh. this smushed.
1: So yeah. expensive too. So
2: expensive. Yeah. yeah. I've wrecked a couple of
1: cars. My speaking of BMWs, though, like my buddy, probably the worst scenario when it comes to wrecking a car. Like my buddy, his dad was like a surgeon or something. I had a decent amount of money. But his dad had this classic BMW that he had, had since college. Like this is like a Ferris Bueller style story. Oh, and I he know. wrecked his dad's like pristine. BMW, a classic BMW that he had for did the years. Dad let him do it, or did he take it out? and no, not tell it, him his his dad allowed him to drive from time him. to time. Then the that's on the dad. That's on for sure. You know your you know your kids an idiot. He was going like fifty five miles an hour through a neighborhood and crashed into a bunch of trees. So yeah. I
2: mean, I think that that's on the not. dad. He is lucky because kids just act like idiots. Like they're just not. They think they're invincible. Yeah, you know. If
1: I ever have kids who are driving. I'm buying them a Volvo. Cuz those things are tanks. Safe as hell. <laughs> nobody's trying, nobody's trying to flex when you drive a Volvo. You got to get in the station wagon one. That's what <laughs> that's what my uh, that's yeah. what my dad with the, had. With those weird plastic seats, you know what I'm talking oh, about? No, <laughs> he put like 400,000 miles on that thing. Did he really? He You're had safe. two. He had two of those those old <laughs> Uh, wagons, And that's all he ever needed his entire life. No, like literally, <laughs> from literally. the time I was like born until I was like 22, he had two cars, two two Volvo wagons, and it was like a million miles between them. That he, is such a, a Midwestern parent slash grandparent thing because yeah. my grandparents also had a Volvo that they drove forever Volvos, in the Midwest. Though. Like, I love Like had they, you know, I came real close to buying a Volvo. Like had they weighed a little bit more I would have bought a Volvo, but they don't have a car that weighs over 6,000 pounds.
2: You'd be saving your kid from endangerment and also teen pregnancy.
1: Because you ain't getting laid in a Volvo. (laughs) This is the David Mahoney Show. You guys, we have a near crisis on our hands. I feel so bad for these poor billionaires. They are victims. Let me explain what's going on. And I'm sure that you'll feel this same sympathy in your heart that I do for these billionaires. What's that, Dave? With the Super Bowl happening, and this is hard to even talk about because it just makes me emotional. Um, With the Super Bowl happening in Las Vegas, they have run out of private plane parking. Oh, no. For the billionaires. What are they going to do? And the billionaires are very upset about they're this. They're going to have to uh, fly to—where's where, that, uh, the the one in Henderson? There's or? a Henderson one. That's yeah. already fully booked oh, as well. The North, North Las, Las, Las Vegas, fully booked as well. The main Harry Reid International Airport, fully booked for— and they're saying the congestion is attributed to the high demand driven not only by the Super Bowl, but also uh, there's the live golf tournament that's going on. So the billionaires and the tech moguls and the hedge, hedge fund owners are reportedly struggling to secure slots for private plane parking to get to the Super Bowl.
2: So what are they going to do? I
1: don't know. It's just they're saying they're, the travel plans are a real challenge. I mean, the thought of having to uh, fly commercial, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> but really, the real question is, what is Taylor Swift going to do? They're, they'll because be parking for her. You think so?
2: Oh, no, I think that her team, so they already have it probably booked for her. You
1: think so? Yeah.
2: Their yeah. team is prepared. Everyone else who is still trying to book two weeks uh, not even before they've like this this is last minute yeah
1: the pharma and wall street bros can kick rocks taylor swift coming in she's she's got a spot right up front
2: yeah her, her business team knows what's up
1: i feel like uh taylor swift just to really piss off all of the people that hate taylor swift being a part of the nfl in any way i think that she should uh she should parachute in She should just have her private jet fly over and she should jump out of it and parachute in and land right in the middle of the field uh, during the middle of the third quarter, a very important part of the game.
2: Distracting everyone, catching the football, running across. Everyone's like, wait, what is Taylor Swift doing here?" Yeah, is this she should part of land
1: it? in the end zone and just give Travis Kelsey a big kiss right after. No,
2: I think she should score.
1: Because I, I, <laughs> when he scores, that's <laughs> when she parachutes in. That's part of the that's touchdown part of the celebration. Just yeah, yeah, come yeah, through, yeah. intercepting
2: uh, <laughs> intercepting from Brock Purdy. She floats party.
1: down. And Pick
2: six. Taylor Swift is running through. It was just Travis Kelsey just like just guarding her the entire time. That
1: is some of the theories that are floating around out there. You know, Taylor Swift, she's all in on it. This is a big uh, conspiracy to you know uh get involved in politics and everything else that's, uh-huh. that's what's actually being floated out yeah. there so this that would all make sense if this Taylor is our Swift, conspiracy theory yes we're, we're gonna have her parachute into the dome stadium in Los Angeles. everyone's Vegas in on it except for
2: every viewer it, yes
1: <laughs> everyone is in on it except for the 325 million people in the country correct yes got it makes sense
0: you're listening to dave and mahoney
1: yeah, um Dave and Mahoney present. Uh we're doing r- special
0: curly fries? Fast, fast Food, food Freakout. Freak freak Shut up and listen to my order.
1: Harry is joining us today for a round of Fast Food Freakouts. Harry, what do you think is the greatest fast food restaurant? Oh, that's a rough one. We'll go to McDonald's. McDonald's. I mean, they have them everywhere. They're pretty consistent, Mahoney. I mean, by dollar for dollar, pound for pound, the number one fast food company. In the world, well, Mahoney has been to every McDonald's in the entire world. Over twenty-eight thousand here in the United States alone. There's not that many in the United States.
3: It's
2: dropping every time because he said forty-two thousand, and then he said Uh thirty-six thousand, and now we're at twenty-two.
1: It's almost as if it might be a lie. Maybe, perhaps. Dave, I'm the world's leading fast food forensic expert, and I will not take that kind of slander against my good name, sir. Uh, Audrey is also very good at this, and she doesn't feel the need to lie about how many McDonald's she's been to. Yeah. So they're both playing uh, with you today. Harry, so best of luck to you. You guys are all trying to figure this out together. We've got some freakouts that have happened in establishments across the country, maybe even around the world today, and you're trying to figure out which one it is. So the first one here, a woman was very angry, and this is a pizza place, so I'll just tell you that from the jump, uh, with how long her pizza was taking. Decided to assault the woman behind the counter. The worker then pulled a gun on her. Little
4: Caesars. Little Caesars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: It's Little Caesars. Little Caesars. Don't even need the audio. Yeah. Don't need the anything. Domino's. That is Little Caesars. That's a Little Caesars. <laughs> the worker pulled a gun on her, and the woman still charged at the worker with the gun. Th- that's a Little, Caesar, Little it, Caesars. That's Little Caesars. I'm keeping it locked
2: as that. I still want to hear the audio, but Mahoney okay, so and I are locked in. I
1: will say, Little Caesars is one of the choices of today. So we have a Papa John's, a Little Caesars, or a Chuck E. Cheese. Let's have a listen.
3: Yes, all going to be at house tonight. You can stay right here. You can stay all right, right. So you can call
2: the police. You can right You can
3: call the police. Uh-uh. what? <laughs> Hey, 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 wow, definitely, definitely
1: not a Chuck E. Cheese, <laughs> and, could there's you not imagine? That, <laughs> and there's not that many people inside of a Papa John's. So that has to be uh, oh. we're, we're we're holding strong to Little Caesars. They said Little Caesars before they even heard the audio, Harry. Those are the three options: Papa John's, Little Caesars, or Chuck E. Cheese. We go
4: Little Caesars. Yeah, guys.
1: Of course it was. Of course it was. You didn't even have to ask. What do you mean? We know. We know, man. Okay. the uh, pizza, The next pizza. one here is a uh, a lady showing some strange behavior, starts trouble. It appears she's potentially on some pretty heavy drugs. Uh, with superhuman strength, she grabs two female workers and tries to uh, gouge her eyes out while ripping out their hair. And the cops oh, then storm nice. in and they taser shortly after. Uh, so this this does take place. This is a little clue here. This does take place in Jamaica. So that may be a hint for you. Let's have a listen. working in
3: here.
1: I like that this guy is watching this woman who is on something crazy trying to rip this woman's hair out of her head and gouge her eyes out and he's like, hey, take it easy. (laughs) <laughs> it's, uh, it's, a ba- it's, a it's a laid back. It's a laid back country, Dave. Yeah, is that a a Taco Bell, b a Burger King, or c In and Out?
2: Oof, I'm going BK. Yeah.
1: yeah,
4: yeah, Burger King sounds good.
2: What do you think, Mahoney? Yeah,
1: I think BK. You know, because I'm trying to think. When I was in, we, we, we've we been to Jamaica. That's where my infamous uh, horse riding, topless horseback riding. Horse, that, that horse looks so sad. Yeah. Uh, photo <laughs> took place. And I, I do remember, I think there were some Burger Kings in Jamaica. Okay. So I will go uh, with Burger King as well. They're going Burger King. Harry, I think you said Burger King as well. Is that your final answer for the win? Burger King, yeah. That's right. Good job, team. Also, while I was in uh, Jamaica, there were billboards all over the place like something pork. Our pork is safe. Ew. That makes me think your pork is not safe. Why do you have to have billboards saying your pork is safe? An absurd amount of billboards telling us just how safe your pork is. I
2: don't like that.
1: I did not like that. I did not eat pork while I was there. I prefer if my pork is a little unsafe.
2: I don't. I don't like that at all. There's worms.
1: (laughs) You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show.
0: Please leave a message after the beep. Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Please leave a message after the tone. Greatest comedy duo ever. Thank you. Ran and Stimpy. Message deleted. Not us?
1: Nah. Not, not, not David Mahoney. Mm. Uh, greatest comedy duo ever. You say Ren and Stimpy over like uh, Beavis and Butthead. I'm over. I, I loved I loved both of those, but more Beavis and Butthead, man. That ah. was when I was in middle school, Beavis and Butthead were my were my jam. Of course you're wrong. The greatest comedy duo of all time is easily dumb and dumber.
2: Mm, I was thinking pinky in the brain.
1: Not even close. What are you talking about? Man, I was so offended. Because Dumb and Dumber, I mean, it it hit me at exactly the right time in life. Mm-hmm. I was probably like 14 years old when it came out. And just, you know, the slapstick comedy Same of thing with Ace Ventura. Jim Carrey, yeah. It was Nobody just- was better than... Jim Carrey put out banger after banger after banger. In the early 90s. The only one that wasn't a banger was Cable Guy, and it, it's still wild you to me. You have to
2: go back and rewatch it because it is good. I just think it's not as good as everything he was coming up with and, and that moment. Yeah, well, The
1: Mask, it, Dumb and Dumber. or a adventure. thriller. It's a, yeah. Yeah. It's a thriller. But the fact that that role was written for Chris Farley makes sense. Like, Chris Farley... Would have been better in that role than Jim Carrey was. I see, think.
2: but I don't. I I see your point, but also it's a thriller, so I think that it's not supposed to be comedy. When you like, watch, it's that. Just, and I think Chris Farley would have yeah, made it more yeah. comedy. My,
1: my problem is that I went into it fully expecting for it to be another Jim Carrey movie, like slapstick comedy, and it just wasn't. you need to watch it like. Through the same lens that you're watching, like *Internal Sunshine*, of *The Spotless Mind*, or *Man on the Moon*, or any of his more serious work, *Truman Show*. *Truman Show* uh, still such a great movie. I'll watch that anytime it's on. Who's the? It was Ed. What was that guy's name? Ed Harris. Ed Harris plays such a good bad guy. For sure, he does everything that he's a bad guy in. Westworld, *Truman Show*, every last bit of it. So fantastic. Please
3: leave a message after the tone. Did you ever have to dissect animals in high school? We actually did a full animal like a frog. I remember we had to dissect a cow eye. Message deleted. Do they still do
1: that in school? Do they still have kids? I mean, I have kids that are in school, but they're too young to be owl pellet. Like, we started with an owl pellet, went to a frog, and then did the cow's eye through the progression of, like, middle school to high school.
2: We never did a cow's eye. We did baby pig.
1: Oh. You did a baby pig? Is yeah. was that sad? We went
2: from owl pellet to frog to baby
1: pig. That's a big jump. Yeah, I mean, I remember the frog. We did the frog. But I I don't remember anything this I mean, the baby pig. That feels very Alabama.
2: I mean, I think that's a thing.
1: Is, Is just it? had extra. I mean, yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> They're like, "Get him to school." I mean, also a frog.
1: <laughs> that's pretty crazy. I mean, a frog, sure, but See, you know. I wish it's we could eat good eating afterwards, man. I love me some frog legs.
2: See, that's, I think that that's just coming from somebody who just didn't have them available at all times. Because frog legs are just, I feel like it's like, ooh, it's exotic. No, it's just chicken. <laughs> it's not just chicken. It's just chicken. Mahoney's the chicken. one guy it's just in, not.
1: in biology class. Lately. I had, you go finish that? <laughs> I've had frog legs within the last year. Legit, legitimately. It's just
2: white meat. That's just, yeah. that's just all white meat or just kind of just. You've le- had
1: frog legs in the past year? Yeah, I did. Hmm.
2: Why? And where? I In
1: Columbia, Missouri. I went, like, why? When I went, wh- wh- why? Because why? they were on the menu. So are chicken wings. Yeah, but you know what? It's like I hadn't had frog legs in about 20 years. You just wanted to mix it up a little and bit. And thought I would do a little throwback. Then exotic. Yeah. Isn't that the same trip where you pooped your pants? No, Dave. That's that was, not, that yeah. was a different one. That was a different one.
0: That was not the roast beef uh, mistake.
1: Oh, uh, that was roast beef, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. The old Arby's got you. <laughs> Didn't stop you from not going back to no, it it, Lion's Choice. Lions Choice. Yeah. and that, yeah. That's not going to stop you from going back to Lion's Choice. Absolutely not.
3: Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, ladies, now that damn near half the country has legalized recreational marijuana, as far as I know, the feds still have not decriminalized it. Not? What do you think they're up to? Maybe a twenty-three state bust simultaneously, <laughs> bring back some big revenue that they put out during COVID. Eh, something to ponder over. Talk to you later. Bye. That's if exterior. there's
1: anything you would think that the <laughs> entire United States them. could agree upon, that would be legalizing marijuana. It's two things that, that across the universally country, universally, everyone's like, it's fine. Legalize marijuana and stop changing the clocks for if daylight saving time. Missouri. And California can agree. They're on the same page. Right.
2: (laughs) Mississippi, man. Yeah. Is it illegal in Mississippi? Mississippi's like growing it.
1: Really? (laughs) Yeah.
2: They're all high and fat. (laughs) (laughs) Lack of education. Maybe that's why they're like, you know what? We we need something. We need something to be able to make some money. They're just
0: so happy.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Good for them. They are.
0: Dave and Mahoney. You're listening
1: to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Glenn joining us this morning with a comment for Audrey. What's up, Glenn? Hi,
3: I I, I listened. Uh, Audrey said she went into a convenience store near naked, and we were just wondering... What convenience
1: store
3: was that? And could we get a date maybe so we
1: could get some footage? <laughs> I did what? No, and you are talking about being nearly naked in a convenience store. It's basically every time that she wears a romper. A so romper. Yeah, so if you, if you ever see her out and about wearing a romper, just know she's getting booty-ass naked. But
2: this is also the second time that we've had a call like this, and I am going to double down on what I said last time. Mm-hmm. If I'm ever in a convenience store doing anything in a restroom, you don't want to see what's happening in there. Like, it you are sexy. a victim. Yeah. Unless you're no,
3: no. German. No, no, up until... And- until that point, oh no, uh, you don't get to pick and choose yeah, the no, footage. The,
1: no, yeah, if you're if you're you're coming in for for a sneak of the of the boobies, you, you got to deal with all of it. You want
2: to see just boobs flopped out, me hunched over just with a fire hot Cheeto s***. you just ruining
1: it Up until that point, thank you
0: very much. You There's a market for you that. You
1: got
2: right. a kink, and I need to figure that out. Yeah. <laughs> Silly
1: goose. Thank, <laughs> thanks for the call, Glenn. <laughs> Thank you. Bye-bye. Bruce, what's up, man? Hey,
4: best comedy duo. As a child of the uh, 70s or teenager of the 70s, Cheech and Chong. Cheech and Chong. That's a good one. Oh, man. Me and my buddies... 76 all friggin' stoned watching up in smoke? Are you kidding me? They were, they
1: were so far ahead of their time, too. My, even Cheech and chong still play today, man.
4: You you got it.
0: Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Blitz, glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant.
1: It's pop trash I'm Dave and Mahoney. So the numbers are out, and we knew that Suits was crushing it in streaming. I didn't know that it was crushing it at this level. It was the most streamed thing in all of last year, but the comparison is what really got me. Uh, Suits has been named the most streamed show of 2023, breaking the previous record set by The Office back in 2019. Wow. Yeah. Whoa. Isn't that wild? So So 2019
2: because it went to Peacock, Office did. So for streaming, I guess.
1: Yeah, but The Office also made its way to Netflix, right? It was on Netflix originally, but it left. I think it left the. I think it left Netflix and went to Peacock. So Suits, I watched that in real time when it was on USA, and I thought that it was a good show. I and I mean, obviously Meghan Markle's life has changed dramatically. See, since See, but I mean, like she's so air. tertiary
2: in my mind for that. Like I don't even hear anybody talking. I mean, like I hear everybody talking about the lead male character.
1: Yeah, the guy who plays Harvey, right? Because yes. he's an exceptionally good-looking guy. Um, there is some talk about the cast from Suits reuniting. Obviously, Meghan Markle probably off the table at this point, right? Considering what's going on in her life and all of the money that she just basically gets handed to her for these development deals where they don't actually do anything. What'd you get well, like? Well, no, they
2: just got yanked from Spotify or wherever it was. Yeah,
1: because they, they weren't they, weren't doing, they weren't doing anything. They weren't doing it. They weren't even yeah. like creating a podcast and they're getting paid like $40 million. They weren't million even faking the funk like Obama and occasionally putting out some crappy documentary. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man.
2: Yeah, At, at, least, awards- he, at least they're
1: trying. Yeah. <laughs> at, least, at least they're trying to keep up appearances. You know
2: what? That's so annoying about that Obama thing because like I went to go watch one of his documentaries and then it said like, oh, like award winning, Emmy winning. And uh, I was watching and I was like, this is garbage. You just got to hand it to you because you're an Obama. That sucks. That's exactly
1: right. But Suits, crushing it right now. I guess the cast is reuniting for a Super Bowl commercial. Um, Meghan Markle, I don't think, a part of that, but the rest of the team. And so will this bring the show Suits back to life? You got to think. They're going to do something, right? See, but
2: I can't stand that. I hope you're on my team with this because, like, whenever you bring back something from the dead, it kind of ruins it. Like, let it be what it was. Let it have its moment. The second win, the second life, because Mm -hmm. you got put on Netflix and let it just be. Don't come back. You guys are
1: maybe 15 years older. Yeah, are they all still good looking like they were? I don't know. I don't it know just seems, it's just, what a weird story, though. It is a weird story. It really is. The way that this show blew up and with the, you know, the tie but, into Meghan Markle, who's not even really a main character within the show. I mean, she's a prominent role, but not like the lead. I mean, even the, the marketing for it, it's like three, there's the three guys. Yeah. It's usually what they show, but not her. But Suits, killing it right now. Will it come back? I'm with you, Audrey. I kind of hope not, but I imagine that it probably will. Uh, something else that's coming back, is it Cake. The no. band? No, no, the show? the show. It's it's so stupid. I mean, but my kid loves it. I mean, Sienna will sit there and watch it and loves trying to figure out is the bowling ball cake it's or is it not a real for bowling us. ball? I've seen it's so not many of those no. that are so good, though, that I have like no clue.
2: The ones that are on my phone whenever I'm scrolling through Instagram and it was just duped, it would be like a Celsius or uh, iPhone. The and they cut ones? into it and I'm like, you
1: <gasps> ever see the steak ones? Uh, yes, I no? feel
2: like I've been bamboozled. What is real? What is real? We don't know.
1: We do know that it's coming back to Netflix. Season number three of Is It Cake? going to premiere on March 29th with Mikey Day back as the host. So the uh, the guy from uh, Mighty Ducks, you know, the dude who was like kind of a crackhead for a while there. Uh, It was the goalie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sean Weiss. He just announced that he is four years sober good man i mean it was i remember it was right before i think right before the pandemic set in and we we did that story and it looked like he was going to die and so sounds like you know if he got clean you know i mean maybe that was the literal it sounds like that was the literal rock bottom got a support system in place i love to hear success stories of people who fight off their demons and win Four years now, he said he's been sober. He was doing a stand-up set, said that he expressed a lot of gratitude to those who have supported him on his sobriety journey, and at least for right now, it's working in space. You know what sucks is because that was like right around the time of when they launched the new Mighty Duck series on Netflix, yeah, and then COVID happened, and then all the drama involved, and they just canceled that show. And it was like the best; it was such a good show. was on reboot? Disney Plus? It yeah. like it just felt like. The original, yeah. you know, had the same feel, but with new kids and a modern twist. And Emilio Estevez was in it, and now it's just you can't even. It's not even you can't even watch the first season on Disney Plus anymore. It's just well, gone. They just, took it they off? just, they just yeah. killed it off, huh? It killed Amelia
0: You're listening to Dave and Mahoney.
1: Any takers? Any volunteers? Anyone in the room interested in potentially getting a brain chip implanted into your brain by Elon Musk's new company? Uh, no, and- that's uh, the way the Teslas are run. Uh, uh, that's a hard pass for me. Will Every it give me single dopamine day. Dopamine and serotonin. I, I mean, maybe. I don't know. I mean, it's well, possible. What's the point I guess? of the
2: chip if it's not going to provide me with, like, you know? Happiness, yeah, basically just for? like
1: free ecstasy. Yes, <laughs> you know? yeah, I
2: want to just like a straight up like lick stick of acid
1: straight to my <laughs> frontal lobe. <laughs> now load. we're talking, right? <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned that because I'm, uh, you know, I read this story and I'm like, there is no way that I would ever allow Elon Musk to implant something in my brain, but some random drug dealer at the club at one a.m. on a Saturday night. You know, maybe I'll just take whatever you got. No, I'm kidding. But um, the idea of, you know, Elon Musk having access to people's brains, actual volunteer that has done this. It's been done. There's somebody that actually has the Neuralink chip implanted in their brain is Who's wild the to surgeon? me. surgeon? Every single day I see a Tesla with malfunctioning taillights. I don't know if that's something that you see yeah. on a regular basis as well. Every day when I'm driving down the road, I'll see a Tesla. And, like, one out of every four has the taillights constantly on. It doesn't seem like that's the sort of guy that I want actually messing with my brain. No, I'm good. And also, what are you going to do with the data? Who, who owns the data? All of this is way too big brother for me. But well,
2: this person's clearly giving their life up for science. Like, there's and no. It's not other- even
1: science. This is for Heck. Elon Musk. Yeah. It's for clout it feels like which is sad well and there's a lot of controversy that has been surrounding this i mean there's been you know animal testing and some people you know allege pretty significant animal abuse as they've been trying to get this right uh but the fact that they got the clearance to actually implant one of these chips into a human is pretty wild uh, but Neuralink system involves a computer chip attached to flexible threads that are stitched into the Nail. brain by a robot.
2: I watched Dr. Death, y'all. I mean, I don't know if anybody else has seen this on Peacock, but it is just talking about how doctors are just using and abusing human bodies for their own basically, like, corrupt pleasure. Yeah. And this should be season three. Whoever the surgeon was that said okay to implanting this chip on someone's brain via freaking uh, Elon Musk, should have his license revoked. That is malpractice. That is not okay to do to someone.
1: Musk claims that the chip enables control of devices like phones or computers through thoughts and it's just not that inconvenient to use a keyboard. I'm sorry. Like it's nope, just really No, really. There's not a big You got even voice thing. to text now. Yeah, like it's it, I just don't need that much of a shortcut where you're going to stitch something onto my brain. That's a hard pass. This is the Dave and Mahoney show. Yeah.
0: Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Hello. Jimi Hendrix is an exceptional guitar player. Phenomenal. But Eddie Van Halen is exceptionally phenomenal. That's just my opinion.
1: Message deleted. Yeah, I mean, anytime you're pitting two of the all-time greats against each other, it's pretty tough when you're comparing them just because they're different musicians, right? And when it's not really a quantifiable thing. Right. Either. Like, great is great. And iconic, which both of them are, are Mm -hmm. iconic. So, why just celebrate it all. Yeah. You know? You can enjoy them both. That's right. Or neither. Yeah. Yeah. But if you had to choose Mahoney, (laughs) (laughs) I would go, I mean, I like more... Eddie Van Halen. I like more Van you. Halen songs than I like. That's that's what I grew up on is more. Personally, that's just what I, yeah, that's what I grew up with. That's what I've been listening to for 40 years.
2: More of a John Mayer girl myself.
1: Dude, I'll tell you if you if I was single, <laughs> outside of going to country concerts, I'm gonna throw you a, out of the window. A John Mayer concert would be the place I would go to meet hot women. Oh, what are you it, dude, it Con- is country- swarming country concerts, dude. I do, no, I went to a John Mayer concert in We're San Diego, all ready, and it was the most obscene. Like I was like one I've, of like eight guys there. I've never been to a John Mayer concert, and but- it was. Like again, you're like I. This is because John like,
2: Mayer is hot too. So we're all just I, like,
1: <sighs> if I were to like, you know, the whatever the you don't uh, even need foreplay. It's just like John does it for you.
2: Yeah, <laughs> we're watching those fingers. What'd you do?
1: <laughs> but he's he, he's you know he's I mean John park Mayer's park. great, but he's doing Stevie Ray Vaughan. You know, so it's like I like all of that. Yeah, but again, if you're single. Go to a John Mayer concert.
2: John Mayer, I Good think, was like whatever. the peak pinnacle of hot whenever he was talking about how addicted to sex he was with Jessica Simpson. I forgot and about everyone, that. And everyone, every girl was like, that could be me too. <laughs> I want to be, I want John Mayer to talk about me like he talks about Jessica Simpson. And that was like Dukes of ha- ha- yeah. Hazard era Jessica Simpson.
1: Everyone's like, I want to be in a borderline abusive relationship with John Mayer. That sounds
3: great. I can fix it.
1: He's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> got so much potential. Please leave
3: a message after the tone. Hey guys, it's Lisa. And I just wanted to tell you that I love Grape Nuts. What? And I've been eating them for years. I'm 55, and I I just really like them. But I also like all other cereals, but love Grape Nuts. Love you guys. Bye. There's is is a General
1: Mills or whoever makes Grape Nuts executive standing across from her with a gun on her, <laughs> making her read a script.
2: All I heard was that she be
1: pooping. It's so regular. Like, like, dude, so like... Regular. Like the, weird flex, yeah. Like <laughs> eating grape nuts feels like uh, going to the gym. Like you're gonna feel good <laughs> afterwards, but like the actual process of it sucks. You gotta
2: put stuff in there to make it like
1: <laughs> edible, edible, yeah. and like fun.
2: And cut up some fruit. I don't know. I, there's no way you just eat a spoonful of grape nuts without a gun to your head, Mahoney. Like <laughs> yeah, right. straight what, up.
1: What other cereal? You're like, well, it's good if you add a whole bunch of strawberries to it. Like you have to add fruit, fresh fruit, to the cereal to make it edible. Mm-mm. Cereal shouldn't be like that. No, the reason I mean cereals because I'm lazy. Little <laughs> marshmallow rainbows. Yeah, dude. I'll, well, if you go to there's if you go to Whole Foods, they sell just straight up the marshmallows from Lucky Charms. That makes it not special. Oh, I don't like. No, that. No, it makes it even more special, no, Dave. Not the not more like marshmallows, that. the better. Mm-mm.
2: That's not even cereal. That's just marshmallow.
1: Yeah, you're just eating marshmallows. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I would eat like legitimately just Rice Krispie treats for breakfast every day. Like if there was a pan, if there was a whole pan just that just appeared in my fridge. Every day of Rice Krispie treats, I would eat. I would eat a whole pan of Rice Krispie treats every day. I am like a dog yes, that know. cannot control himself yes. when it comes to Rice Krispie treats.
2: That's me and cookie dough. Like if you were to gut us open right now, and, like fillet us like fish, oh, would you I'm, just be like just, marshmallow fluff? No, we, this we, is Rice Krispie treats, and bi- I would just be like cookie dough, which <laughs> just like slowly <laughs> rising together. We'd be the
1: best wagyu ever. Did we like, really? Just would? No, like we're those cows that haven't moved and have just been massaged You're their whole so life. Marbled. So marbled. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Be on the Dave and Mahoney Show by leaving a voicemail at 833-YO-DUMMY.
1: Leave a message. You guys are going to make fun of me, and I'm not going to appreciate it because I don't think it's warranted. This is very serious to me. I feel like there is a void in my life right now with there not being any football on. Oh, my God. Because I I knew you'd The Pro Bowl, Dave. (laughs) We've got the Pro Bowl. I come to you for love and support. And words of affirmation. There's and other none sports of those. on the TV. Yeah, not, basketball's heating up right now. Hockey's a, going on. It's not the same. It's not the same. If you put money on it, it is. It's the same. <laughs> it's still not the same, man. Sure it is. And so part of my challenge is that, you know, my mother-in-law is in town right now. Okay. And so my wife, if she's the one that puts the the kids to bed, you know, it takes her a little while. And so there's this really awkward dance that didn't exist during football season because I could just put football on. I, okay. Where... I'm waiting for my wife to come downstairs, and my mother-in-law is just sitting on the couch, normally in my spot. That's and, so wild. And, She's just
2: letting her dog just dominate and her.
1: It's oh, all dude, in your her, home. Her, That's her, her home. Her dog is out of control. Bit Duke, like to the point of blood yesterday, crapped in the girl's room again. Like, this is out of control with this dog. Oh, my gosh. But now, I know, I know. It's it's.
2: Buttons might need a crate, man. I got one you can use. It's not being used. I'm not joking. Is so that you, can dog take, on. you can take my crate.
1: Is he, you got him like doggy, like, uh, like antidepressants, oh, whatever.
2: I, I also have a common collar. Would you like to try the common collar and is a the calming, doggy crate? This is a calming, calming it's like, like lavender. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: And it also has some like doggy pheromones about, about it. I don't know how it works. Does it also but,
1: shock the hell out of the dog? <laughs> if it, if it barks I mean, I or can also, like I'm that. back
2: on Amazon. I can buy you a shock collar <laughs> and a cork <laughs> for its butt. <laughs> just a second tail.
1: Cork for his butt. <laughs> it doesn't poop everywhere. Oh, <laughs> you're just like Button needs some loving. It does. Uh, yeah, I mean, but they're not being football on. I'm just sitting awkwardly on the couch, not knowing whether or not to like, do I put on Family Feud or something? Like, yeah, Jeopardy. A challenge her. Ah, put on. There's challenge always a basketball game every night. The NBA season ticket is literally like a hundred dollars for every team yeah. there's a billion games so you're just saying i need to expand what i'm avidly betting on and that will make my life better well or at least pretend that you're betting on it so you're like oh i got to watch that. i got to watch this i, I got to watch put, this put game the time yeah because football again you know you've got your college football saturdays or sundays you know there's a couple days in there where there's nothing yeah, I know, but I mean, I used to have a thing, you know, Saturday and Sunday and Monday Starlight and basketball. Thursday. See but I mean? Basketball,
2: I even college ball. I mean, obviously the NBA is a thing too, but like college ball too. We're ramping up towards March Madness, so like these are the yeah. games that are mattering. So it's a little bit more fun, and you can bet heavy.
1: So you guys are saying I just need to bet more, bet more, and that's the answer to my problems. Mm-hmm. Noted. solves everything. Thank you guys. You are You're welcome.
2: Supportive. We're here for you. This is the Dave
1: and Mahoney Show.
2: Stories
0: about people who read at a fourth grade level. As
4: you can see, this here is my truck.
1: It's the Redneck Report on Dave and Mahoney. Oh, I do love when the Redneck Report involves relationships because you know it's going to be bad. And Mm -hmm. it is. Uh, This is a Florida lady who got upset with her husband and tried to kill him because he got a postcard from his ex-girlfriend six decades ago. Six You're taking eight. us back 60 years?
2: What's he doing keeping it? So a
1: Florida it? man reported to the police that his wife of over 50 years attempted to kill him after he received a postcard from an ex-girlfriend. The police found the victim had injuries, including bruises, lacerations, and bite marks. And the man claimed that his wife tried to smother him with a pillow. The wife's name, Bertha, oh. confessed to the attack and is now facing charges, including attempted murder. She's so like, yeah, I tried to kill him. I'm confused here for a second. So, did he get this postcard 60 years ago or this was a girlfriend girlfriend from from... like 60 years ago and I guess she sent him a postcard I don't know how recently. What
2: a pot stirrer.
1: The the girlfriend? (laughs) The ex-girlfriend. Yeah, I know, man.
2: Like, hey, just gonna show up.
1: I mean, what a move, though! If well, it's like, "Hey, I'm going to send you a postcard, and then your wife Bertha is going to try to murder you," even though we haven't dated in sixty. Years. Well, maybe his like she was betting on her being dead. You know, like, "Hey, is your wife still around, or that old oh, th- that hag die?" I guess the the context of the postcard does matter, especially because it's a postcard, so the entire message is exposed. Mm-hmm. Which who invented postcards? Well, you're going to send somebody a postcard, and the entire message is on the outside of it. Strange.
2: I feel like maybe this had, like you said, Mahoney, some some sexy, sexy talk.
1: Could you imagine still thinking about somebody you used to bang sixty, 60 years, years ago? ago. He must bro- have been good. Yeah,
2: he must have been real good. Because <laughs> yeah. she was like, you know what, let me send this
1: through dude, USPS. Dude, you waited sixty years for an old school booty call. Essentially, this is a sixty. 60- Sixty year you up. Yeah, this is a you still up, girl? <laughs> go you still stamps. still alive? <laughs> you alive? <laughs> Instead of a, you up it's so you alive. Yeah. <laughs> Oh! Uh, this is also very dramatic. A totally naked woman. She is 35 years old. Her name is Celia. She was arrested in St. Petersburg after causing a disturbance at a racetrack convenience store where she was naked, totally nude, wielding a vegetable peeler. She was threatening store workers, destroyed a Red Bull display, and pleasured herself in front of the cops when they arrived. I, hope I hope not with
2: the vegetable
1: peeler. Yeah, because yeah, she 100% brought that. With her, they, I've been in many uh, convenience store and gas station. I have never seen a vegetable peeler or a potato peeler in a gas station. It's a
2: weapon. You'll never find it.
1: You are cut yourself with a potato peeler?
2: Uh, not with a potato potato peeler, um, but ma- a mandolin.
1: Oh, those are the worst. You got to be careful. Oh crazy. Ne- Making some scalp
2: u- potatoes, you'll scalp I'll never right
1: use a mandolin. Have I, you ever gotten totally nude inside of a convenience store? Because out of all the places that you can be totally naked, I think convenience store are pretty low on the list for me.
2: I mean, technically, yes, because I have worn a jumper and needed to pee, so uh, I've just been there. You know, it's so uncomfortable. Just boobs out. Like, what am I doing here? Totally <laughs> nude. <laughs> Germs everywhere.
1: And finally, a 25-year-old guy by the name of Justin Carpenter. He was in Lawrence, Indiana. He was attempting to exchange drugs for fried pickles at a B Dub's, so and they w- wouldn't—they they didn't go through with this transaction. I know. Like, what are you talking about? So this guy walks into this B Dub's and he starts. At, by the way, little detail here that is important: was wearing an ankle monitor. <laughs> As you do. He he, he was because you've been to you're you're out on release. Doesn't mean you want wings, Dave. Well, he didn't actually want wings. What Interestingly he enough, he wanted fried pickles. Oh, okay. And so he was offering, and this seems like a pretty good trade. Marijuana, cocaine, ecstasy, and a THC vape cartridge to the employees. A couple of them were minors, you know, little detail. uh, In exchange for some fried pickles, and they said no and called the cops. Fried pickles feel, first of
2: all, narcs. Secondly, fried pickles definitely feel like the food choice of somebody wearing an ankle bracelet.
1: Yeah. And you know what? I bet he'd be a double-dipper, too.
2: I have no problem with double-dipping.
1: You don't have a problem with your... What if it's a guy Wearing an ankle bracelet
2: <laughs> I mean That guy's not sharing
1: Oh He's eating he's by himself eat all by himself Yeah Yeah
2: I feel like The fact that you are Questioning the double dip Just let him be Let him go Get his stuff So the First of all That, that fact that these b workers Are all narcs Arrest them as well I've got
1: <laughs> Buffalo Street Wild Wings Website pulled up Uh huh I've got the fried pickles up How much do they cost? There's 790 calories in one order of fried pickles. Yeah, if that, you do, were to, that doesn't include the ranch, I don't assume. Uh, does not include the <laughs> Southwest Ranch. That has 340 calories. So we're talking uh, over 1,000, okay. If you were to guess how much the fried pickles were cost, which he was trying to trade weed, ecstasy, and what else? Uh, cocaine. And a-, and, a, and a vape with THC in. Okay, so, how yeah. much
2: do you think? $12, $12 to $15. $12.99.
1: Way what? over. Eight ninety nine. Eight ninety nine. $8.99? $8.99? What a deal. See, these kids are morons. You got right. to te- teach them the, the value of a dollar. Yeah, let, let, let this guy out of jail arrest them. This is the Dave and Mahoney, Mahoney Show. It's the Dave and Mahoney,
3: Mahoney Show.
1: So this week, Audrey learned the very hard lesson that being honest does not pay off. She had a PS5 accidentally delivered to her Amazon locker, and she had the option, do I keep this PS5? Well, her dumb husband <laughs> decided that he wanted to be all honest and take it to the person who should have had well, it delivered mean, to them. Well, I
2: mean, PS5 is quite the expensive item. five or $600. Yeah, so, I mean, and it was it was Spider-Man themed, so I was thinking at the time that before, you know, witnessing her, <laughs> that it was for maybe a kid.
1: You took it Audrey, to this lady, it, and she it, didn't even say thank you. It wasn't you. really Spider-Man themed. It just came with Spider-Man, the video the game.
2: Oh. See, I was thinking how it was, like, like Xbox had Call of Duty themes, like the the green ones back in the day.
1: And this is something that your husband actually, when he first opened it, got super excited because he thought... That, that we had gotten a, got a PS5, for him, yeah. And you surprised him, and he really wants a PS5. So I really though, want a PS5. That's what I mean, <laughs> you guys both really want a PS5. One just fell into your lap, and then, oh, like no. idiots, you returned it. So the well, question would have been idiots had there been a uh, a warm reception or even a thank you. Uh, sure, I would be. I would be like, you did the right thing if there was a thank you. But would they have the thank you?
2: I think that this is uh, a learning lesson. Uh, for myself and for everyone else listening, Um, sometimes just pause for a moment. Think things over. Sometimes it's fine to pause and take a second just to, you know, instead of acting immediately, just let it sit, let it cook. Because if I had done that and if I would have, you know, I don't know, thought about it maybe 10 more minutes longer, I might have done some things different.
1: So here's the question that we have for you today is, have you ever accidentally, kind of accidentally, stolen something? Like You didn't mean... For this PS5 to show up at your place, but it did. Right. And so do you, in that moment, make it right or are you just like finders keepers? Is I other... have
2: actually stolen something before by, by on-purpose accident. I had someone deliver chocolates to someone else and it came to me. I ate those chocolates.
1: So I've had that happen as well. I had a pair. I ordered a hat off Amazon and instead of a hat showing up to my house, I don't know where the mix-up was, it was a pair of very comfortable house slippers. Very Hugh have of you. That just I would never order <laughs> You're not house slippers in your house slippers. But they accidentally showed up at my house and they were my size and they were very comfortable and I love them. What a happy accident. Still wear them to this day. Chocolate loafers same thing. Yes. Same. What? Aren't they Uggs? Yeah, they were Uggs. They were made by Uggs. So, for me, I don't know if you would consider this stealing or not or just I I I, I just call this laziness. So, I ordered a hat from the minor league baseball team, the Amarillo Sod Poodles. The Sod Poodles because they're called the Sod Poodles? They are called, well, they're the Sod Poodles. They're also a, uh, I think the AA, uh, the AA the team for the Diamondbacks. Okay, sure. So, so there's I've a got connection. Like the uh, sure. the Hops out of, who are somewhere in like Washington or Oregon, the Amarillo Sod Poodles, and then the Reno Aces are all in the minor leagues for the Diamondbacks, whatever. So, I got hats. Got I got this hat. From the Sod Poodles, mm-hmm. and it came in the wrong size, so I emailed the uh, the place where I got it. The team—it's yeah. actually just the team, the Amarillo Sod Poodles—and said, "Hey, I bought this wrong hat. Uh, it's only like one guy that works. It's it. the wrong—it's it, the—it's the wrong size." And they're like, "Okay, cool. We'll send you uh, another hat right now, and just throw the other hat back in the box. Just mail it to and me and mail it back." And, yeah, and you never did. Of and course, you didn't. <laughs> Of course, you can figure out how to. I didn't want. I mean, like, I don't even want the other hat. I just don't want to go to the post office. You, you figured out how to make stealing lazy. (laughs) They even
2: paid for the shipping for you. But I had to go. I had
1: to like get tape and go to the post office. Oh god, tape! Uh, It's a a lot to ask. It's a lot to ask. (laughs) So I don't know if that's stealing. Yeah, man, that's stealing. Yeah, stealing. Is it? For sure. Right. Especially because you said that you were going to give it back. Well, I, no, I didn't say I would give it back. They asked for me to send it back. I did not say anywhere in this exchange that I would give oh, it I back. I Oh, okay. Uh, Gabe joining us this morning. Gabriel, you have a comment on the PS5. What do you think Audrey should have
3: done? Oh, my God, Audrey. Are you kidding? Amazon's shirt <laughs> sure. I would have kept it. I know. My husband wanted it. My God, you would have had a blast.
2: I know. So here's the tea is that that's why I said this is a learning moment for myself. If I would have just taken a a few more minutes to think about it instead of immediately acting like a hero. (laughs) Then I would have done exactly what actually I should have done. And it was call Amazon and say, hey. This got delivered to the wrong address and then maybe have gone from there. They would have said keep, keep it because the David. same thing, oh. my
1: mom got a like a $700, uh, like one of those like AI vacuum cleaners that mm-hmm. look kind of like the room was, but they like the super nice ones accidentally delivered right. to her house. She called Amazon and they're like, keep it. Even though they had the address. $700. It, it was wow. a That's she, a big She, you know, like Googled it and it was a $700. This is, this is your Roomba. fault for having a moral compass. This is on you. I know yeah, that your first instinct was to do the right thing is where you went wrong.
2: And usually I'm villainous. <laughs> I know. Usually I do the exact opposite. How out of character! You what? created
1: a story in your mind that was untrue. You you started imagining children. I did. You started what? doing thinking like how much they would be. You know, could be for a birthday party uh, or something like that. And you should have actually just done some research and seen if there was kids. You know, that PS Five is going to some deadbeat well, ass boyfriend of hers. I for was sure.
2: thinking of my ring situation uh, that I had just went through. So, so I was now, like, I just can't have this happen to someone else. But you
1: you got hosed on both fronts. I you got did, hosed man. by the ring. You got hosed by the PS5. When's
2: my good karma going to come? It's not. Uh, this is when I believe that karma does not exist. Is fake.
1: <laughs> Gabe, thanks for the call. Mad Mike joining us. What's up, Mike?
4: Hey, good morning, guys. I I don't think this was stealing, but my wife and I were watching TV one day, and the doorbell rang, and there was a the delivery from Walmart, which I did not order. Make a long story short, our card got hacked, and... I got delivered close to $600 worth of all varieties of grocery goods. and You know, laundry soap, lip balm, body wash. I mean, everything you can imagine. So, of course, we canceled the card, did the fraud thing. I called Walmart, and I told them, and they said, ah, keep it, have a nice
2: day. $600 so, worth of goods I, that you just got to but keep. But was it, like,
1: foods that you normally eat, or did you get, like, a bunch of, like, stuff that you...
2: I would assume, this is my guess, if it's soaps and things like that, those are things that they could put on, like, an Amazon oh, or a third-party resell. Or,
1: Mad Mike, were you just super moisturized? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I still am. Still am to this
2: day. Mad Mike barely was able to
1: call the number. He was slipping. <laughs> He's slipping all over the place. He
2: should, he should be moisturized,
1: Mike. <laughs> Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMMY. And on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Maybe you weren't intentionally trying to steal something, but Diana, you got a story where you had a mystery envelope. What happened?
3: Yeah, I went on my break at work, and I work indoors, um, and there was a table that I walked by, and there was a white envelope on it. The envelope was open, unmarked, and so I just snagged it, went on my break, set it underneath my lunch, and... Was waiting a little bit because there's cameras everywhere. I didn't want to get busted, because pol- company policy is you find anything, cash anything, you turn it in. Now, so, so, identify- so,
1: just to back up here, what what type of establishment is this? Is this a restaurant? Is this?
3: Um, it's re- uh, retail. Retail, okay. Go yeah, and so that people come in and sit at our table sometimes and whatever, but um, I got the envelope. And there's cameras everywhere. So I waited a little bit, and I put my grab my trash, put my trash into the bag where I had stuffed the envelope.
1: How much and money was in this I envelope? Opened,
3: um, there was 175 dollars in there.
1: But I mean, and Diana, I like you, you knew what you were doing, right? I mean, like you're hiding it from the cameras. Yeah. I, I'm not mad at yeah. you because I, I would have done the same thing. But
3: yeah, no, I mean, it's a, who do you? How do you tell who it belongs to? It's right.
1: cash. Yeah, I mean the, I the, mean, the people who turn in market, like the. A hundred thousand dollars that they find out in the wild to the police. Oh, yeah. Like, what are you yeah. doing? Never. Yeah, the police
3: no. are just gonna
2: like split that up. And yeah. if y'all say that you don't, you lie. Is-
1: yeah. Also, like, hey, I found a hundred. That I found thirty thousand dollars. <laughs> is that what you do if like. Right. You- but there's a people like Well if I don't turn it in It could be drug money Like I'll take my chances mm-hmm. Yeah You know if I find cool. two million dollars They don't have cameras Out in the middle of the desert Right Like, <laughs> It's not like the drug dealer's going to report That they, they dropped their Two hundred thousand dollars it. In illegal cash I'm
2: also right. going to use This money for drugs
1: Yeah so Diana <laughs> <laughs> It's going to stay In the same <laughs> ecosystem
2: Pharmaceuticals <Yeah. laughs> Or you know I don't know Off the market Black market drugs Who knows money. That's D- exactly
1: Diana with the hundred and seventy five dollars That you found in the envelope Did you buy drugs
2: no, I did not. What but did you buy Flu medicine, Tylenol,
3: cold medicine. What you did, know? what did you
1: buy? Do you I remember? Did,
3: well, is pardon me, what did you say?
1: What what did you buy? Do you remember?
3: Um, well, I only spent twenty five dollars of the money. What and did, yeah, drugs, I don't know, is it drugs? I did stop at a little um pharmaceutical. So you money? did buy drugs. Yeah. <laughs> what did you do Jeez, with the prescriptions are expensive? <laughs> what did you do okay? with the other hundred and fifty then? <laughs> prescription. Non prescription. Um recreational yeah, drugs, just, for sure. The rest of it, I stuck in my center console of my car, and I think my son found it. So you got Robin So you rob- got double thieves? Ah, he rob- you Robin, got ho- thieves he Robin Hooded you. <laughs> so he said, Carmen's a, a bee. <laughs> it is. <So. laughs> you got thieved. That is horrible. Oh, no, my that's gosh. Hilarious. Yeah. You're like, where's my stolen money, son? Was I was going to say, you can't be that mad. Oh, that's hilarious. Oh, oh man. Uh, <laughs> we could go, and I'm... It happened like a week ago, and I'm going on vacation this coming
1: weekend. Could have used it, but, uh, oh, well, easy come, easy go. Yeah. <laughs> <Man. laughs> we well, have a good, years to begin with. Go have a good
3: vacation. Yeah,
1: enjoy the vacation. Right. Thanks for the call today. Appreciate it. Uh, Tom joining us this morning. What's up, Tom?
3: Hi, how are you doing today?
1: Good. You had a comment about the PS5?
3: Yes. Uh, the right thing to do, Audrey, was what you did. However, big business sure I heard what the other guy said who called in, and big business short makes it tough to do the right thing. And honestly, especially Amazon, I probably would have kept it. I,
2: dude, I I think I rem- I recall your voice, and I think you and I have similar values whenever it comes to the big business thing. So I don't know who I was. think I thought I was? Yeah, like, what, you like, what, what, what do you mean? Yeah. Like the fact that I just was like, oh shucks, if like Amazon is not like the like the monopoly that it is. Like I- they couldn't have just forged out another six hundred bucks to this lady. Exactly. Oh. Like
1: if it's a, if it's like yeah. you know, it's a kid's PS Five. You're not gonna steal it because it's that kids. Could be a it's birthday. A person, yeah. right? But if it's Amazon, like screw you, Amazon. You and and get so did- much of my money. And she didn't say thank you. And like that's. The kicker, right oh, there. Oh God, yeah. I know. You should you should get a ski mask from Amazon and robber when she goes <laughs> out to her car.
4: <laughs> Chris, joining us today. What's up? Hey, how you doing? Excellent. So my wife, my wife, kind of did the same the same thing. Um, we she ordered a little bouncy chair for our granddaughter who's just learning to stand. You know, mm-hmm. a little fun Disney bouncing. And instead, what Amazon delivered was a JBL Special Edition boombox.
0: Oh! Um, oh! Hell yeah! Hey, cool.
4: like, yeah! Exactly. And this was this was about two weeks from Christmas, so she she looked it up and they were selling for about three hundred and forty bucks. So her initial thing was, "Oh, this is somebody's Christmas present." I'm like, "Screw that!" I see how Amazon <laughs> operates their distribution centers. I'm a truck driver. I drive their crap around this country. They they screw up crap all the time. They are useless. So I said, no, what we're going to do is we don't need it. Uh, the kids don't need it. Uh, we're going to sell it and make some kid happy for Christmas. We'll put it on the neighborhood list, whatever, and somebody picked it up for 140 bucks.
2: Nice. Never, Half off. Never,
4: never, 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 ever return anything that is mistakenly delivered by Amazon Audrey. Now we
2: know. See, I, I just...
1: That's what you get. with you, you and all your main character energy over here. Just I
2: hate myself. Trying to be a hero. I have to go to therapy for this. I could have been playing Harry Potter all day long. You know, whatever you, else.
1: You could have sold that PS5 and paid for therapy, you idiot. I know. What the hell?
2: That's a month's worth of therapy out the window. David.
0: It's the Dave and Mahoney Show. I got a
2: message for
0: you. Leave a message for the Dave and Mahoney Show anytime by calling 833 Yo Dummy. That's 833 963 8669. get that,
3: please leave a message after the tone. Okay, so I think that Dave and all the parents out there can kind of relate to this. I have a six month old son, and I've been reading him bedtime books. And we all have to kind of come to the realization that Dr. Seuss was definitely taking mushrooms or LSD or some kind of other drug when he wrote those books because those things are out of this world. Dave, I know you're a new parent. You have 17 kids or something like that. (laughs) Let me know what you think, Audrey Mahoney. Please jump in. Let me know what you guys think. Later.
1: Message deleted. I mean, when you think about a lot of the programming that we consumed as kids, you've got to think that the people that were writing whatever it is that became a big hit had to have been cracked out of their minds. Like, what do you mean Alice in Wonderland? And- well, that was
2: actually acid.
1: But that was acid. Yeah. yeah. I mean, even Disney movies, like where along the way did were they like, all right, I've got an idea for a child's film. It's going to start with the bloody murder of the innocent baby's mother in front of the child. Bambi's like, mom lives way too long love in that it. movie, Dave. We 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 discussed that. We we I think we remember incorrectly that that was early in that movie. It was it's late. Not. Like it's you like attached. forty minutes in. Yeah, you got attached to his mom. You do. I mean, but Land Before Time. Let's. That's m- early mom murder. Yeah, the, the the mom dies fairly early in that. But again, mother's dying. In The Dude. Lion King, like, you are actually there as your father gets bludgeoned to death. Yeah. Sure. but and then you crawl under his paws. As also kind of his fault. And every Disney movie princess, their mom's dead. Or dad. Yeah. What, no, it's usually their mom. Though, what what like Disney princess times. has a mom? Amy?
2: Uh, uh, Tiana from Princess and the Frog. Her dad dies.
1: Okay. See, I haven't, I haven't seen that one. But that's apparent like and seen. it's traumatic. Parent and traumatic worked himself to death. literally. Which, by the way, Princess and the Frog. Top 10. That is my favorite Disney movie. I love that for you. Favorite the, Disney it movie? It is. The music wow. in it is. I mean, it's Randy Newman and Dr. John. So, okay. like, the music in it is literally the best.
2: Um, I do want to point this out, though. Dr. Seuss, uh, those were written by his wife. And he said, because at the time, nobody would read a book from a woman,
1: and she he had, put it under his name. And I don't believe had, that. That she, sounds like propaganda she from had, a woman. She had cancer for 13 years. And when she died, he married his mistress. Yes. He was a piece Jeez. of garbage. He was right.
2: not. Dude, Dr. Dr. Seuss, Seuss was... Dr. Seuss really? dude, he was... One yeah. wife, two wife, dead wife. Like, wow. straight up, like, he was not a good guy. I, I had no nah, idea man. about Dr. Seuss. Like, literally just reaped all of the benefits from his wife with cancer
1: <laughs>
3: and used... Wow. Yeah, yeah not good. I had no idea. The dark or,
1: side. You know, and then when it comes the out that, like, Seuss. Yeah, Dr. Seuss is a little racist, he's like, oh, that's my wife's fault. <laughs> she was the one writing the books. Please
3: leave a message after the talk.
1: I think I'm going to start being a pessimist because a pessimist gets
3: nothing but pleasant surprises. Message deleted. I mean,
1: that's a good thing, yeah. How we've always tried to, uh, you know, when we're pitching this show and trying to let people know, you know, whether or not, like, somebody says, like, they find out what we do, that we host a radio show, and they're like, oh, listen, I'm like, eh, keep your expectations real, real low. Not going to blow you away. Yeah, because just- anytime you, you, you have these massive expectations, you are just going to be disappointed. Every time. I
2: have a question: Is a pessimist the same as a complainer?
1: No, no. A pessimist expects things to go wrong. Right. That's different than just somebody who sits around and just bitches about everything. A pessimist seems like they're more prepared for it to go wrong. They're yes. Like, yeah. That's right. That's. Of I course like pessimists uh, I could deal with pessimists. I like them. Complainers. Ugh. Now, man. I Shut hate up. people that complain. Dude, am I complaining about complainers? I don't think we're complaining. Ah. We're commenting. Okay. What I mean. have you got to tell yourself? Yeah. <laughs>
0: You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show.
1: So, Mahoney, you remember all of the outrage that people had on the internet? Anytime that something happens within the NFL, the first, the default response is, that's it. I'm never, ever, ever watching an NFL game ever again. Isn't that a Taylor Swift song? Uh, pretty much. Uh, People (laughs) have been saying that they're not going to watch the NFL anymore Uh because of Taylor Swift. They also said they weren't going to watch it anymore because of Colin Kaepernick. Just stop stop watching it if you don't want to watch it. It's the same thing with, like, leaving Facebook or you made the cut. Shut up. The best response is this is not an airport. You don't have to announce your departure. You can just go. Uh, But it turns out that all of those people that said they were going to stop watching the NFL because of whatever they are outraged about are exactly what you said. Stone cold liars. The numbers are in. My God. I mean, we're talking about big games here, obviously, right? But fifty five million people tuned in to the AFC championship game between the Chiefs and the Baltimore Ravens, and that was the average. It was averaging fifty five so million. So it peaked higher than that. Peaked at sixty four million people.
2: So but I wanna know what was the Lions Niners game?
1: Uh, that was also a, a record for them as well. So, I mean, okay. it wasn't quite as high, right? Because when you get a game that's on CBS, it traditionally gets more viewers than a game, say, on Fox. Yeah, and, the CBS production is better than the Fox production. Okay. Same thing. CBS also tends to have a higher, higher viewership yeah. than, like, an NBC or something like that. So we don't but, think
2: it has anything to do with the Swifties?
1: Uh, I don't think that it has anything to do with the Swifties necessarily. I think these games were already going to be really successful, but... It obviously is not hurting at all. I mean, are you going to get a couple of more million people watching because Taylor Swift? I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, my daughter was sitting on the couch at eight years old watching the game next to me, which she never does because they would cut to Taylor Swift. So there's one. Maybe there is a couple of million. You think so? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I
2: do. I mean, just because whenever we're looking at the numbers that she's pulling in for the NFL just in general and for Chiefs, I mean, I, I do think that it's holding a little bit more weight than we're crediting for her for. Is
1: this going to be the most watched Super Bowl yep. ever? They're, they're, they're saying that they expect it to, to draw well over 100 million people. Uh, the NFL announced that the entire postseason, so I mean, not even, you know, games where Taylor Swift was around... Uh, averaged 38.5 million viewers, making wow. it the most watched playoffs ever. That's up 9% from last well, year. Well, I mean, I think the season, you know, you you take the Taylor Swift stuff, you can include it in there, maybe in the Chiefs game, but that's not going to have an effect across the other games. I just think this season, this postseason in particular, with how well-matched everybody was pretty and sure. not knowing, yeah. you know, I mean, electric. there was a chance in anyone's it, game. All the games were yep. pretty good for the most part, so... Going into the Super Bowl, uh, I'm I'm excited, man. I think it's going to be a good game. I think uh, it'll be interesting. Whoever very, wins, it's very close. Yeah, you know the uh, the line has the the 49ers favored by like a point and a half right now. But you're right. I mean, as far as matchups go, I mean the 49ers are. They're, they're not like a bootleg version because we've gotten so used to seeing the Chiefs in the Super Bowl and we know how good they are. But we also know they're not infallible, right? Yep. Like we've seen the Chiefs have problems this season. And we've seen the Chiefs lose in the Super Bowl in the last five years. Absolutely. And so, you know, to see a team like the 49ers that has, you know, young Brock Purdy at the helm, but then all of these superstars. Christian
2: McCaffrey. Woo, Lord. Christian
1: McCaffrey. yeah, He's a He'll
2: be a handsome Super Bowl.
1: Very handsome Super Bowl. Good, good, good for Christian McCaffrey and good for viewers all the way across the board. If Taylor Swift brought you to the table, uh, Christian McCaffrey is your dessert, ladies.
3: Yeah, that's nice. That's a right. well it's about time.
0: Follow the Dave and Mahoney show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. And Dave and Mahoney. They're everywhere. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Listen anytime and on demand at Dave and Mahoney.com.